back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. Sarder Heyman text line. Also the Honda of Lincoln hotline. It's overreaction Monday. We want to hear from you. Hear your thoughts as Nebraska will officially fall to the Michigan Wolverines. But fall? Plenty. Fall? I don't even know. what, what What's another word for fall? Um. It's winter. It was cold. Catapult. Yeah. We got punted. Yeah. They got punted. You can also check us out. Blake style. Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. See what's going on here in studio. Give us your thoughts on all of those platforms as well. Let's bring him in. Brian Munson, Husker Online on three. How you doing, Brian? Hey, I'm doing, guys. Doing good, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, we're doing all right. We're hanging in there. It's overreaction Monday. So, uh, Brian, I'll go ahead and ask you your reaction, initial reaction. How are you feeling after the game against Michigan? Does Nebraska get a win to finish out the season, whether it be Wisconsin or Iowa? Well, I mean, uh, I mean you have to start out with where Nebraska's at currently because uh, I think it was about as poor of offensive performance as I can ever recall, oh, guess, you know, yeah. watching Nebraska football game. I mean, I'm just – I'm level setting it. I'm not picking on this team. I don't ever want to come off as me picking on this team and saying, wow, Nebraska should be better and, and ranting and raving. I'm not doing that. I think people have to kind of just appreciate what kind of circumstances are there right now and um, and appreciate some of the effort and maybe get a chance to take a look at some of those guys a, a little bit more as we kind of move in towards, towards the end of the season. All of that being said, I was a little bit surprised by the number, uh, the scoreboard between Iowa and Wisconsin last oh, week. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't think that that would go that way. I kind of predicted that Nebraska was gonna gonna do what they did in Ann Arbor. Um, I, I think I think both the last two games. I mean, optimistically, both those games could be winnable. I think going to Camp Randall's is a is a tough task. And in, in or excuse me, they're coming here. So I think going to I think going to Iowa is yeah. going to be a tough task. Um, I, I just I, I feel like I feel like you got a, a decent shot though still with both teams. I'm, I've not been impressed with Iowa offensively. And I think since Chris has been shown the door in, in Wisconsin, they're still struggling to try to find out what that identity is. Like they want to protect their, their guy in Leonard, but I don't think that that's necessarily set them up for a lot of success for the rest of the year. So I think they're both winnable. It's just a matter of, you know, where's Casey Thompson at when it comes to getting ready to play and, you know, where's everybody else out kind of mentally and, you know, I think it's another week where everybody's kind of thinking, come Monday, are you going to hear a head coaching announcement anytime soon? Or, you know, is it really going to play out the way that Trev said when he when he went through the whole press conference with, you know, letting go of Scott Steinberg or Scott uh, Frost and going through the deal of, of uh, you know, waiting it out to the end of the season? And if it extends out past that, then he's not in a hurry. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really kind of this interesting limbo spot where Nebraska's kind of at right now. Brian Munson on three Husker online joining us right now. Brian, how do you evaluate the defense? Because I feel like so many times, especially with Nebraska fans, we keep harping on the offense, how rough it's looked. 
I made the argument today that I think in that first half, the defense held quorum and held that Michigan offense about as well as they could. I mean, I know there's still some deficiencies, but how do you how are you evaluating the defensive side of the ball now that Mickey's taken over and Bill Bush as well? I agree with you. Um, I think that, you know, was it Quorum? Was that the name of the running back? Yeah, yeah. Michigan? Blake Quorum, yeah. Quorum's tough. Um, and they have such a unique way of kind of uh, – getting some leads up into the hole with him. And he has such a great way of, you know, being kind of shorter than the other dudes that are coming at the defenders. So he can kind of hide behind that. He's got this incredible kind of patient approach, you know, that I kind of say Anthony Grant's got a little bit too, where he just kind of sits there and waits for stuff to develop. And then he's kind of off. Right. Um, he's a, uh, he's a really, he's a really fun running back to watch. And, and I think that just when you watched the defense, you know, uh, you know that there's a deficiency there on the off, on the defensive line, and they struggled all day to kind of win the line of scrimmage. In fact, I would say that they that they lost it, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot more often than what you want. Right. Um, but there were a lot of things to kind of feel optimistic about the play of Ernest Hausman. Uh, that kid's going to be a dude, um, and I'm not saying that just because he's from Columbus and I'm from Columbus. He's a he's a fantastic player <laughs> yeah. that I feel like every week. He has been kind of thrown to the wolves and and just has to go out there and kind of do the best with the limited amount of time he's had there at Nebraska. And he's done a great job, and he's gotten better every week. And he's the kind of guy I think that's just kind of adding something else every single week to the things that he has learned. And I think it's really going to pay off big for him next year mm-hmm. after having this kind of baptism by fire. Rymers is a great player. Uh, I, thought the, I thought the back end played actually very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that obviously the deficiencies up front and the defensive line kind of getting pushed around a little bit, that's, that's stuff that I think uh, I, I would have expected, but I, I really kind of felt like things could have been a, a whole heck of a lot worse and the offense just kind of is what it was. Yeah. So with that in mind, Brian, let's, let's stay, let's stay in that vein a little bit, right? We're in your on three hat strict. I just realized yeah, that. Yeah, Shout see, out to Brian. Represent, represent. <laughs> um, so Brian, one of the things is, this. um, we're two weeks away. We're, I think, to be honest, I don't know, but I think we pretty we pretty much know that probably Mickey may not get this get this get this job. I I, I could be wrong, but I I can kind of, you know, infer. Let me just say I'm gonna I'm gonna infer based on just certain elements of the the season that that probably won't be the case. Now, um, if it is great, if not, cool. But if you're the new person coming in, right? You don't have an identity. You don't know. You don't really know the style that you're. You know, based on what you have, that you're gonna probably be because you want to always take your style. I tell that about college coaches in basketball all the time. Like they they come in and try to implement a style, but don't have the players. It's like trying to run a triangle offense without without the type of players that can run the offense, right? So you have a situation that you're trying to build a foundation. If you, Brian Munson, was the guy, where would you look to start? You're building blocks on laying your concrete, your foundation, uh, everything that you need to laying build off of. Yeah. Where where do you start from? Uh, as far as position-wise, just kind of what I want to do. Yeah, the, line like, group style like where where would you based on what you're seeing and assessing as a if you were a new guy coming in where would you like to start that foundation i i, I think because of the conference everything starts up front um 
I, I just I just feel like the offensive line play, um, you know, it gets it gets lost uh, when it comes to big time programs like Ohio State because they can put skilled players out there for days, and, you, and you've got guys like Stroud and 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 quarterbacks that go back, you know, uh, that, that have all been drafted before him and, and his predecessors, and, uh, and and I think there's just there's a thing about what what I what I know that we have all seen where there's not been an ability to establish much of any identity offensively. It's all been linked to uh, a deficiency up front. Um, and, and for that reason, I think alone, I, I want to go out there. I want to get into the offensive line room immediately. Yeah. And I want to start mm-hmm. figuring out, I want to go through the film and I want to watch these games and I want to take away the, the, the good with the bad. I want to assess the current talent on the roster and I want to then turn back around and say, okay, here's what we're kind of thinking. Here's where, here's where things are kind of at. This is what we need from a, from a position perspective. And then we need to keep a close eye on Teddy and see where he's at progress-wise when, when he gets back. Um, but then I think you just kind of go through and kind of do it that way. And I, I would do the same exact thing on defense because I think that you have to have that equal opposite. And you can't line up against the Hawkeyes or the Badgers or the Buckeyes and not basically have that ability to kind of just, uh, you know, play play right with their offensive line. You need to have those guys up front, and it keeps guys off your linebackers. It makes it hard for them to establish the run, and we all know how 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 basically how frustrating that has been. Where you see stuff as gets bottled up, and all of a sudden it's five, six, seven, eight yards. Um, so I'm starting up front. I'm starting on both sides of the the offense and the defensive line. And I really want to get that part addressed. I, I think that there's some talent there at other positions. I think he'll get he'll get there and kind of go around all that stuff. But I think that the that the big deficiencies right now are offensive and defensive line. Brian Munson on three Husker Online joining us right now. Brian, I agree. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I agree as well. Uh, Brian, we talk about that foundation and starting somewhere, and a lot of that starts with recruiting. So, uh, would yeah. you say Nebraska? is kind of trying to develop that on the recruiting trail. And with that being said, is there any kind of new news on that front? Yeah, I I think that there's, I mean, I think Nebraska has had a good year um, when it comes to recruiting, you know, offensive line. I mean, Mm -hmm. like I said before, I mean, the last time Nebraska took four offensive linemen from the state of Nebraska, it was 1993. Wow. So it's it's a, it's a heck of a year when it comes to talent in Nebraska. I may end up taking a fifth with Mason Goldman, depending mm-hmm. on whatever he wants to do. And don't ask me for that year because I already had to go back. And fortunately, <laughs> I graduated in '93, so that one was easy for me to come up with, with oh, those guys' names. Yeah. I played against two or three of those guys, oh, so nice. that was easy enough for me to come up with. I don't think I could do anything before that. Um, I I I think obviously the junior college guys stand out because. I was just I was going through actually last night trying to figure out when their playoffs start because they just do like a one versus three, two versus four, and then like a semi like then they do like a semifinal and a final for the playoffs. Um, I think that their seasons are done and they start the first round this week unless there's a okay. bye. I, I I couldn't really figure that out by looking like at Hutch and Iowa Western like what was kind of going on. So I I'm gonna keep looking around to see when they announce it when they announce a bracket, but. That's going to be a really, really interesting thing because those guys are all the guys in Nebraska wanted to recruit. They were all looking to get out and do official visits once their season had ended. So that's either now or it could be maybe potentially like right after Thanksgiving. 
So I, I think you're looking for those 10 or 11 guys in Nebraska's offer there. And those guys were heavy on the line of scrimmage. They were, they were a lot of offensive linemen, a lot of defensive linemen, some edge guys too, which probably would have been the second thing out of my mouth, if, especially if I'm watching Garrett Nelson and O'Shawn Mathis and figuring out what they're going to do, you know, right. if they're going to come back or if they're going to leave. So I, I think the junior college guys are going to get really, really interesting really quick based on whatever happens here with the head coaching hire. Brian Munson on three Husker online. Brian, last question I have for you. Uh, we, we saw Nebraska was very aggressive this year in the transfer portal and you can interpret it however you want. You can look at the wins and losses and say it wasn't really a success, but then you can look at some of the best players on the field and, and say that a lot of them came out of the transfer portal. Do you think that Nebraska is going to continue to be aggressive in the transfer portal moving forward, or do you think it's kind of a wait-and-see-who-the-head-coach-is situation? No, I think it's, I think it's going to be big. I think, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a huge one, actually, because here you are, and I think that the words that we've been kind of saying since, you know, Frost got in Nebraska was split the roster. Well, all of a sudden, the, the next thing that whomever's going to be the next head coach is going to say is, we need to flip the roster. And it's going to start with the immediate needs of kind of pulling in guys. So when you go through and do that talent assessment, when you're figuring out who's there and who's not and which positions you need immediate help for, those are going to be your transfer portal guys. Your junior college guys are also going to play into that, but they also need to be able to be, be ready to play rotational. So you're looking for a top one, two team guy when it comes to junior college, high school guys. I want to play some of those guys. Yeah, some of them might be able to be rotational style. Some of them might get their four games, you know, to keep their red shirt. But I'm really looking more to like develop those guys, and I think that those right. will be a sense big, too. big development issues. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, I completely agree with you, Brian. And I think that's why the transfer portal, especially with NIL, could play to Nebraska's advantage. We saw that with O'Shawn Mathis and, and Casey Thompson, yep. for example. Uh, Brian, if people want to get more great content with you, still two games left in the season. Recruiting is really going to start picking up here soon as well. People want to get more great content from you. How can they do so? Head on over to Husker Online. I don't think we're selling the whole 12 months for $10. In fact, I think Sean told me this weekend what it was. I think it's 12 months now for 25 bucks. Oh, no, there so, you go. Yeah. Yeah, breaking the bank a little <laughs> bit on you now. So um, you, you, uh, people have snoozed. You're going to lose another dollar a month. But um, <laughs> but still, still some worthwhile content. Lots of stuff coming up in the next couple, three weeks. And like I said last week, the month of, the month of December recruiting-wise is going to be crazy. So get on over there really quick, and we'll get you all settled in and get ready to go for the next month and a half. Great stuff, Brian. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Be good, guys. We'll see you. All right. Alrighty. There he goes, Brian Munson. Great stuff as always from him. Always great insight, and it'll be interesting, Strick. I think the transfer portal is going to be big for Nebraska because, again, if people want this quick fix, which is nearly impossible, you're going to have to get in the transfer yeah, portal too. But we saw some good development too, so it'll be interesting over these next couple of years, and a lot of it depends on who the head coach is. So we'll wait and see on that one as well. we got to take a quick break. DP in the house. He is back. We'll have him with a little crossover action right here. 93.7 The Ticket on the block. Crossover with Old School. Stay with us.